Welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series, which can be heard on VHHA.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get podcasts. We're a member of the Public Health Podcast Network, the Virginia Audio Collective, the NYC Podcast Network, and the Family Podcast Network. And we're on the radio each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, 107.7 FM, and 8.20 a.m. across Central Virginia, and 1650 a.m. in Hampton Roads, and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on 93.9 FM in Richmond. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to pcfpodcast at vhha.com. That's pcfpodcast at vhha.com. I'm Selena Lord, the VHHA team, and today we're excited to be joined by Susie Van Valkenburg, a breast cancer survivor, a member of Augusta Health's breast cancer support group, and a newly minted donor relations coordinator at the Augusta Health Foundation. Susie joins us today for a conversation about some recent enhancements to the appearances boutique at the hospital that exist to support women undergoing breast cancer treatments and some recent enhancements, her own journey with breast cancer, and more. With that, welcome to the podcast, Susie. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Let's start by getting to know you a little better. For our benefit and for the listening audience, tell us a bit about yourself. What are the essential things we should know about your unique story? Um, My unique story is that I'm probably not that unique. I got breast cancer and was diagnosed at about the average age of most women at about 56. And I think early detection and a great treatment team work well for your prognosis. And it's a little about me. I'm just somebody who's determined to always see the glass half full. And that's how I looked at even getting cancer. You know, my glass was half full. What was I going to do with that? Do you wish you could focus on practicing medicine without all the distractions? Covaris is here to help. As a leader in medical professional liability insurance with more than 45 years experience, Covaris provides insurance protection with data-driven predictive modeling to help you mitigate the risk of claims. By combining insurance protection with risk analytic services, you can reduce distractions and focus on improving clinical, operational, and financial outcomes. Covaris is reinventing what you should expect from your medical professional liability provider. Find out all Covaris can offer you at Covaris.com. That's C-O-V-E-R-Y-S.com. Insurance products issued by Medical Professional Mutual Insurance Company and its insurance subsidiaries, Boston, Massachusetts. I was wondering if you could kind of tell us a bit more about what that journey and experience has been like for you. Sure. I was really not expecting to get a diagnosis after having a mammogram. I hadn't had one for a couple of years due to COVID. And so that was a little shocking and surprising, but it was stage two. And I had a very positive oncologist that said, you know, this is treatable. It's kind of like we follow a recipe and we're, you know, you're going to make it through this. It's not always going to be easy, but you're going to make it through it. So I went through starting, I had stage two. I was a HER2 positive. So there's certain treatments I had to have. And that included six infusions of chemo, 17 infusions specifically for the HER2 cancer part. I had a lumpectomy and that was followed by 15 days of radiation. Yeah, and I know discussing one's personal medical situation isn't always easy. So again, thank you so much for sharing. And as it relates to breast cancer, 
Let's share some big picture stats to frame this conversation. As we know, breast cancer is an uncontrolled growth of cells in breast tissue. One in eight women will develop invasive breast cancer during their lives. This year, projections forecast that nearly 290,000 U.S. women and about 3,000 U.S. men will be diagnosed with invasive breast cancer. At Augusta Health, you're involved with the Appearance Boutique, which has been operating for 10 years now to provide wigs to women with hair loss from chemotherapy, as well as bras and prosthetics for mastectomy patients. Susie, could you tell us more about this program and the work it does? Yes, this program, again, one of those things that happens if you're going to go through and have chemo, in all likelihood, you're going to lose your hair. There's a lot of things that also you go through and you feel when you're going through your cancer journey, and one of them is kind of, kind of, you know, you're losing control of things, but it's nice to be able to have the boutique, appearances boutique, where you can go in and you can reclaim and get some control back of this journey by deciding, you know, what type of wig do I want to wear? Do I want to have something that really makes me look like me or do I want to change? And we also offer different types of head covering because maybe a wig really isn't the way you want to go because maybe you're more of an outdoors person and you would like a turban or a baseball cap or a scarf and learn how to tie scarves and change your, you know, how you look depending on how you feel that day. And the Appearances Boutique, you know, offers all of that to you to make you, you know, have that sense of control and a sense of control over your appearance because you lose so much control going through your treatment. Yeah, definitely. That sounds like a a worthwhile program to support women receiving cancer treatment, you know, like you said, to give them a positive boost to feel confident about their appearance. I know recently the Augusta Health Breast Cancer Support Group collaborated to transform the boutique. As someone who is familiar with this work, I wonder if you can share some personal observations about the importance of having a space like the boutique, as well as the backing of a peer support group to help patients going through treatment following a breast cancer diagnosis. Sure. When you get a a diagnosis of any type of cancer, there is so much information that is, you know, being given to you or thrown at you, you sometimes think, or that whole drinking out of a fire, trying to drink out of a fire hose, that it was very nice to be able to know that, you know, my hospital offered a quiet, calm place where I could go and then have these discussions with a knowledgeable person, the coordinator in there, about what would I do and what could I do about my appearance. And it's a space where you can, you know, take someone with you. I happen to, you know, take my husband with me. Uh, I value his opinion on things. And so that just felt good from that standpoint because I wasn't sure when I walked in that door what that experience was going to be like. And I walked out, you know, pleasantly, you know, my glass was half full, that it, that it went really well. And then on top of that was being connected by my nurse navigator with the support group. Even though COVID was going on, the support group was such a strong group of women, they found ways to still meet, even though we couldn't meet in the hospital because of COVID. And I will acknowledge that I have always felt, I don't need a group. I can do things on my own. Cancer is one of those things you learn. You can't always do things on your own. So I went to the group because, you know, there were nice people and I'd met a couple. And I'm, you know, here we are a year and a half later and I'm past my cancer, um, cancer-free. I'm still, you know, very much part of that group, and they have been a great, wonderful support group, and it's a very positive group, which is, again, something else you need when you're going through something traumatic like a cancer diagnosis. Definitely. Thank you for sharing that. And we mentioned a few moments ago that you've recently joined the Augusta Health Foundation, which supports programs like the Appearance Boutique. If folks listening to this want to learn more or maybe even make a donation, is there a website you would direct them to? 
Sure. And I just want to say that one of the things that I tell people, uh, again, the upside of cancer, it got me a job. It wasn't until I was doing things with the support group and with the appearances boutique that put us in contact with the folks running the foundation and things just kind of one thing led to another to say, hey, um, you might be a good fit for a position we have at the foundation. So, you know, all things work out in a positive way. So, yes, if people would like to help support other women going through this journey of cancer and helping them feel in control, they can go to AugustaHealth.com, look for giving, it says giving on the website, and you'll go to the foundation. And there's a list of different funds that you can choose, and you would just choose the Appearances Boutique Fund and then make your donation, and all of that will be funneled to the Appearances Boutique for us to continue to buy more wigs and head coverings and offer those free of charge to patients coming through the hospital experiencing hair loss. Thank you so much again for being with us today, Susie. And before we let you go, we've got a tradition on the Patients Come First podcast to ask our guest a pair of personal questions to give listeners a sense of who you are beyond the work you do. So to keep things interesting, we've got a list of 10 mystery questions. So if you could choose two numbers between 1 and 10, and I'll ask you the corresponding questions. 2 and 7. Number 2. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book, one album, and one movie would you take with you to keep yourself company? We will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than that, what are your three entertainment survival kit picks? Well, I can't choose just one, so it would be the Harry Potter series. I love Harry Potter. <laughs> From a music standpoint, it would be the musical Joseph and His Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I was in that in a summer camp as a uh, junior high kid. And what was my third option that I need to come up with? Yeah, one movie. Oh, one movie. Oh, Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner, The Bodyguard. There's a music theme here. Awesome. Okay, and number seven, you could choose one superpower to have or any one skill to instantly master. What would it be and why? Oh, well, I've always told my grandkids I wanted Wonder Woman's truth lasso. Awesome. Well, that brings us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. And we want to once again thank our guest, Susie Van Valkenburg, for joining us today. So thank you. Thank you for having me.